Throughout this book, I illustrate the motivational classroom framework using the instructional practices of six teachers. To give you a sense of who these teachers are, in this chapter, I introduce you to them, their settings, and their guiding philosophies. Oftentimes, conversations about good teaching presume that the magic comes entirely in the how, how teachers set up their classrooms, develop routines, organize their lessons. Our focus on how too often overlooks the urgent question of why, why they arrange their desks in rows, review homework in class, or make sure to start the day with a class discussion. Our inattention to why leads educators to take sweeping positions. Putting students in rows is always a bad idea. Reviewing homework never works. Class discussions only work with some kids. Although these positions may reflect some teachers' experiences, they are far too expansive about what does and does not work and do not dig into why these assertions are being made. Each school, each teacher, and each classroom community has different strengths and limitations. Not all instructional practices are equally feasible in every setting. This may sound at first like a completely undecided stance, as if everything is all equally good, but that is not my intent. Instead, by digging deeper into the shared purposes across a range of practices in different settings, we can have more robust ideas about how and why certain approaches achieve motivational goals in different classroom settings. In this spirit, instead of foregrounding how the featured teachers organize their classrooms, I focus on why their designs motivated students to participate. I hope that you can take up and purposefully adapt their ideas to create your own motivational math classrooms. I provide general descriptions of the featured teacher's practices here with additional information available in the appendix so you can learn more about any approaches you are interested in pursuing in greater depth. Without further ado, let us meet the teachers. As you listen to these teachers' stories about how their practices evolved, you may note some similarities. They are all engaged in ongoing professional learning always striving to get better at what they do. They enjoy the puzzles of teaching and take particular satisfaction in helping students connect to mathematics in new and deeper ways. Undoubtedly, they all strive toward positive classroom climates that are inclusive and support rich mathematical learning. They also share an abiding curiosity about students' thinking. At the same time, as I learned about their instructional approaches, it is clear that there is not a single set of prescriptions for best practice in the usual sense of that idea. They have different entry points for engaging their students and employ a range of strategies that reflect their own strengths as thinkers, as well as the needs and assets of the communities they serve.